create your own road show. I whooped his ass at Circle K. Good Lord, you wearing that to church? Or? We gonna do it again. Fired up, son. So you're gonna tell me that you don't have no black cat, no Roman candles, or screaming me? Have you called your mama today? You gotta understand that I went to prison when I was seven years old. Seven years old. Howdy, strangers. Al Mirabella here, the internet's busiest music nerd. Fuck, that's another guy. That's not me. Howdy, strangers. Al Mirabella here. You might know me as the host of High Strangeness, a podcast that is not this show that popped up in your podcast feed. Well, get with the times, because things change. There's a virus, uh, you know. And what is that virus? It's ignorance. And the ignorance is that you don't know that this show is changing. Here's the thing. I started doing high strangeness thinking that everyone believed in a strange thing because I ingest a lot of drugs. And in my mind, everyone also thinks all the weird shit that I think. And I would try and bring folks on the show and they'd be like, I don't know. I don't believe anything that weird. And I was like, yeah, you got to have like something deep down in there inside of you. And it turned out that I was wrong. (laughs) Um, uh, which I actually don't think is true. I do think a lot of people believe interesting, weird things, and maybe it's not something that people are like ready to come onto a podcast and talk to somebody that they don't know super well about. I still am going to talk about weird stuff, strange things even, which is why this show is called Howdy Strangers. That's right. You heard it here, folks. It's a new show. It's called Howdy Strangers. But I don't want you to think of this as episode one of Howdy Strangers. I want you to think of this as episode like, I don't know, 13 or whatever of High Strangeness as we step into this weird place together. And to talk to me about this weird new thing, let's let's bring in my boy, Nico. Uh, Listeners. Hello. you, you, You know him. You have heard of him if you've ever been in a back alley in New York City. Mm-hmm. Looking for a hand job, you've probably ran across my boy Nico Keenan, aka Daniel Keenan, but known to me as Nico from when we were coworkers. Nico, mm-hmm. how are you doing, buddy? I am very pleased with that introduction, and I'm very jealous that your mic is picking up more uh, waves on this reader than I am. You know, it's funny that you say that because I feel like your waves look kind of bigger than mine. I feel like I'm overcompensating. I'm like hunched over the microphone right now. Well, you have a microphone that you can hunch over at least. I have to pull mine into my mouth basically. And it's pulling my ear because it's attached to the microphone uh, headphones. In fact, these are, you know what? You mentioned AirPods in the, it's funny. You mentioned AirPods to test. And I don't know how good their microphone quality is, but the headphones I'm wearing right now are, and this is a shout out, so sponsor this, please, Bose Headphones. Bose hey, makes headphones. Actually, hey, I'm sorry. We can only we can only talk about MeUndies branded headphones. Oh, perfect. So we'll just take it out in the edit. Fix it in post, Al. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> this this episode is brought to you by The Edit. The thing that is going to make this show that I'm recording in a closet listenable. <laughs> I guess I still have to talk about the rest of the show. I kind of wanted to bring you in on it. But you know what? Before I do that, we're going to get to that. I want to talk about you a little bit, Nico. You know, you're one of my best friends on the entire planet. That's why I had you on the show. Are you questioning that? Or are you stating that? 
No, I'm stating it. And I'll say, write a hell of a fucking Christmas card, dude. Oh, I reread you. your Christmas card that you gave me like four or five times. It like brought me to tears one time. Good. I wanted it to. That was the goal. Because you are. Mm. But in all fairness, I do believe you are a person that is. it's very easy to make them cry. Oh, yeah. So my friend Caroline, <laughs> uh, we have this inside joke where uh, every time I cry when I'm listening to music, I take a photo of my face crying and then I send her the song that I'm listening to. Oh, boy. And today I was crying to Luke Combs mm. uh, pop country crossover hit Refrigerator Door, which is a beautiful song. And I played it for I... my mom because like, you know, my mom's <laughs> a, uh, an adult woman who often cries. And I was like, this song made me cry today. And I played it for my mom. And my mom was like, do you need to go to rehab? Make you cry? <laughs> Like, what was the... <laughs> Are you high right now? I'm sorry, do you need to go to rehab? She just skipped the question. She just assumed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was already on the phone trying to get me Baker acting. <laughs> Which is mighty easy in Florida. She was just... Is that why she came at you with a knife? She had to prove that you were a danger to yourself. <laughs> Nico, you know what I really oh, want to talk about? Oh, can't joke about that? Gotcha. <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God. Nico... Look, this is a no holds barred podcast. We've already Good. lost our Meandy sponsorship. Do you think that this is? I I I genuinely think now we're in the we're in the outer circle of when we couldn't make um nine eleven jokes. So I think nine eleven jokes are hysterical now. Like you could just be like, "What you said? This is a whole no. This is a no holds barred podcast. <laughs> the terrorist on nine eleven said that about the flight." they're like this is gonna kill one day and today (laughs) the best ones that i've ever come up with you know how you think that the funniest things you come up with are they're truly very stupid and i'm not i'm not stating that i'm telling you that's what you do (laughs) you like to do that nico (laughs) you like to tell me how i feel about things yeah, that has happened so many times in our. Fr- you know what? I gave you a compliment the other day, and I don't even remember what the compliment <laughs> was. But your response back to me was like, "You know, you're like the third person to tell me that I'm the smartest person they know." And I was like, "That's not even close to what I said to you." <laughs> you just pulled from. I said something to you, and you, you like interpreted that as me calling you the smartest person yeah. i know which honestly that's a pretty <laughs> mental level thing to do just convince me that i said that to you <laughs> i swear to god you said it <laughs> <laughs> just double down double down i'm convincing you <laughs> hold on here al i am your thoughts i am your memory you said that <laughs> hey i'm sending you a link right now Oliver, and I want you to what? listen to it. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I want you to listen to it and tell me what you think of it. What right now? Yeah, we'll you want you want to react? We'll cut from here. Yeah, I I want you to react, but not like a Nico reacts. I want you to listen to the thing that I just sent you, and mm-hmm. then after the fact, we're going to cut back in, and it's movie magic, this podcast magic. And when we cut back in, we're going to talk about it. Okay, and that cut is going to happen in three, two, one, and we're back. Hello. That's podcast magic, dude. What do you think of that? Of what? The podcast magic? Or what do you think of that thing I just sent you? What thing? <laughs> you just listened to. 
Oh, that's right. This is the part where I convince you that you told me I'm <laughs> the smartest person you know. Fuck you. What <laughs> What did you think? Oh, what I loved it. What do you think it. that was that I sent you? Oh, that's the intro to the show. That is the intro to the show. Hey, I, folks, okay, I'm me... not going to tell. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's popping. It's They've already pop. heard it. They've already heard it. Oh, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is after that. Oh, my God. We have to talk about the new theme. The continuity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I, last night, not when the person is listening to this, but when we're recording this, last night, I took a Tylenol PM and two melatonin, which is about as fucked up as I get when I'm at my parents' house, at 11 at night, and I was like, I should record the new show's theme song right now. And so I had to, I was going to start it and then I used the trial of FL studio cause I'm not going to pay like $200 or whatever for that. And the catch of the trial is you can do pretty much everything you can do in regular FL studio, but you can't save. Mm-hmm. So I basically had to just like, I was like, well, I guess I'm doing this until I finish. <laughs> I spent three and a half hours. I went to bed at two 30 in the morning last night making this. And I listened to it right before I went to mm-hmm. bed and I was like, that's a fucking bop. And I listened to it this morning and I was like, that took three and a half hours. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? What did you think? Do you, can you recognize great. any of those? Can you recognize any of the, they uh, all the sound polls? like what's crazy to me is I've recognized one, but they all sound like they're going to every voice sounds like it's going to have their own Netflix true crime, 14 episode miniseries. You know why? It's because I panned the vocals to different sides. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, it's coming from everywhere. My favorite one, I do like. Uh, there is uh, there is Bear Bryant of uh, the University of Alabama's uh, right. historic football coach, Bear Bryant, saying, "Like, are we getting endorsement right now from the Bear Bryant Library?" Uh, I I pulled a lot of stuff that I thought I could use yeah. and maybe could get away with. Uh-huh. And a lot of it I didn't think I could get away with. So that oh. theme song may actually be temporary. Oh, okay. Um, well, I am profoundly disturbed by the amount of creativity you have in your body. Just based on that. That's intimidating. I appreciate that, Nico. You that know, you're, uh, you're, uh, you know, you're a very creative person, but I, oh. sometimes I think that you suffer from like a paralysis of analysis where you're like, Oh, I'm not creative. And like, I see you and you'll just have like, we've been talking for 11 minutes and you've already said like way smarter shit than I have said. Just because I say two syllable words doesn't make me smart. Okay. Well, (laughs) I didn't need that kind of shade thrown over here, but see, that's an example of you being a smart guy, though. I will say your brand of humor is a little more scathing than mine. I'm friendly. I would say, Yes, but I I also do believe that you're the more because this is people always compare whoever their friends are to the comedians they know of. So, for example, Mm -hmm. you're going to cream at this. You are definitely John Mulaney. Folks, I'm checking into rehab. So goodbye. (laughs) That's why your mom was like, do you need to go? (laughs) I think I have more frequently been compared to John Mulaney than anyone I know. Uh, as far as comedians, people have brought that up to me. But I think that's just bi culture. And I know John Mulaney is not bi, but John Mulaney is basically bi. Oh, I thought he's like Because he's like a gay dude who likes women, which is essentially what a bi person is. Don't at me, bi mm-hmm. community. I am bi. Oh, they've canceled okay? you already. I'm canceled. 
Anyway. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, you're definitely right. Like I do suffer from analysis paralysis, but my, my humor is also more akin to that of one Lewis CK, AKA the backroom jacker. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you know, you even like your delivery sometimes is a little, uh, you know what it is. It's you're a little, crass. Hey, can I jerk off in front of you? <laughs> It's a little that you're very you're you're crass like but like you're crass. Not a lot of people can get away with being crass. Now, obviously, uh, L- L- Louis is not charming enough to jerk off in front of people. Oh, I think that no. was his Achilles heel was he was like, I'm <laughs> charming enough that I can do this. But like you do have to have a certain amount of charm to pull off being crass. And you have that amount of charm. Oh, I do believe I that. don't. I, I don't think I have that amount of charm. I I think in a certain way you are much more charming than me. Like when you you yeah, fucking way. you were knocking. We were at the mall and you like kind of knocked into that guy who was cleaning my shoes. I wasn't paying a person to clean my shoes. A guy roped me into having my shoes clean, and I don't remember what you said, but you were like actively shading him, and I was like. Nico, I'm just trying to get my shoes clean, buddy. Can you like not shade this guy? But then by the end of it, the guy had like come around on you and like totally liked you. Like I could tell. It was like I can't get away with that. What did it, what was I saying brand. to shade him? What I don't even remember. I don't even know what you said. It, I don't, you might not have even done it on purpose. It was not. Yeah, it was insignificant. Whatever it was, <laughs> my thoughts like, are always <laughs> insignificant. You weren't mean. Like, I want to be clear. You weren't being mean to him. Oh, but it was I like, thought you were like, just being like, you were, no. I was like whispering, like, let's go lynch him for real. I believe verbatim. That may have been what you said. <laughs> Is this too much for the podcast? All right. Hey, we crossed no. the line already with 9-11 jokes, but it's too soon 9/11, for, it's it's, too soon it for lynching. 2020. Hey, guess what? Because of COVID, you can say anything that you want to say about 9-11. That's allowed. We have moved on to a new national tragedy. We had 9-11 for 19 And then we had 2016. 26? No. <laughs> nah, people act like Donald Trump being the president was like the, the worst thing that's ever happened. It's up there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like, it was like a thing that just happened for four years. And like, oh, yeah, we needed to have one of those. The reviews right? are we still hot on like, this one. We needed to have like a guy that was just universally terrible that we could all kind of get behind. And in good and bad ways, in good and bad ways. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, we a need a huge it. portion of the country was united over hating Donald Trump. And I think when Donald Trump got elected, I was like, give this guy a year and everybody's going to hate him and we're all going to be so united. And in the next election, we're really going to kick him to the curb. And then I was wrong because it mm-hmm. was really, really close. Yeah, I think a lot of people were surprised because the messaging now, for some reason, I just don't get it where the one attack on Joe Biden by people who have never even researched him or thought he was socialist have now been calling him a socialist or the socialism diatribes have become real. They have, they have become thought, you know, we are what we, we, sorry. What was it? You are what you eat, Nico. I think therefore I am what I eat. (laughs) 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 Uh, No, but for real, it's, I think therefore I am, or I think therefore it is, is a lot of people think that because AOC and the squad are the most visible members of democratic policy since Barack Obama, 
they think that suddenly the entire party's socialist. And I'm going to sound like one of those moms that blamed MTV. I'm going to say I blame the media on that one, but I also blame like human nature because we love a woman who can snap back at a man. And we love the idea that we have more Messiah figures in politics. I don't like the idea of the celebrity politician. I think it's kind of gross, but I want to, I want, I want to preface. I want to use that to preface Mm -hmm. my next point, Yeah, which is that remove the politics, Mm -hmm. remove the politics. We're going to, we're going to put, that we're going to put the political compass to the side. We're all going to be centrist for a moment. I would die for AOC. I would do whatever she told me to do, no matter what. Really? My mom was like, you should find somebody like that. And I was like, I'm fucking trying. I'm Why trying. Why don't we my just gimmick. move to Washington and you can meet her. And then you can figure out what it is about a girl like that. Because I just realized she would she's grab me by the face and throw me in the ground. I thought she, she would have nothing to do with me. <sighs> well, you're saying she doesn't like buy people. That's it. You heard it here first. We reported on Howdy Strangers. Breaking news right now. AOC a- loves the gays, but also hates the gays. We are the J. Edgar Hoovers of AOC right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nico. Yeah. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting my laugh early because we still haven't talked about why the show's different. Oh, my God. Is there God. a point to any of that? Am I cutting you off? Huh? Right now? All right, we're going. we're going back to my thing. Right now, so, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what I, is Howdy Strangers? You didn't even ask me. What's what's Howdy Strangers? Do you want me to like? Is this in the show? Or are we actually in the show? Or is it this like a take? Hey, guess what? This thing doesn't. Here's here's one way in which <laughs> this show is going to be different. I'm not doing my NPR level of editing to this thing anymore. Oh, I don't have okay. time for that. I work like sixty five hours a week every week, uh, and. That's part of why the show is different. You know what? That's yeah. a good launching off point. I haven't updated the show in a while. I know that I haven't. But you know what? I had a lot of time during the coronavirus. And then I worked a couple of jobs where I was working a lot of hours. And yes, there are lots of people who work 60 plus hour work weeks who also still run successful podcasts. But those people are probably more neurotypical than I am and probably have a lot more spoons or whatever. And I, the show got to a point where it was like I was having to sacrifice the quality of the show or the quality of my career. And I didn't want to do either of those things. So I just kind of like in the same way that we've talked about paralysis of analysis, I just kind of stopped doing it. And I was like, well, I'll get back into it. And that's not how you have a podcast. And honestly, the podcast was the only thing of all of 2020 that I enjoyed. Like this year sucked ass and I like doing this show and I like podcasting. I like recording. I like editing. I like promoing stuff. I like having the identity of a creator. You know this about me, Nico. I used to be a creator. I used to make a lot of music. I used to like make a lot of art. I was very active in the community. I ran a record label. I did shit like that. And I kind of, I mean, after I got out of college and I started my career, I didn't really have the same freedom to do that kind of stuff. And so coming back and and like it's like starting a podcast was like the second coming of like my my creative side. And I feel like I've learned a lot in the last couple of years since I did any of that stuff. 
Um, but one thing that I guess that I didn't learn that I used to know was that if you keep doing stuff and throwing spaghetti against the wall, you either get good at it or people find it anyway or both, which is like kind of like the ideal scenario or whatever, which ended up happening, happening to me with music. Uh, oh, man, I listen to some of my early music and I'm like, wow. I can't believe anyone booked me to play shows and paid me money to get <laughs> well, up there Pensacola and do that. for you. That's our hometown. Man, we, hey, we stand Pensacola, Florida. We do. We do. I mean, here's he, not to cut you off, but you always have, you have now merged into this um, persona, the current persona that you are. And part of that, we were talking earlier in the week about you discard one skin, one personality or one, psyche for another when it no longer serves me one identity yeah but essentially you are the same person you just did you're the only difference is how you use those traits how you 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 still have everything you had when you were the other you you just had a different skin basically you had a different way of transmitting your thoughts Something else that I have uh, I've realized this year that's is that probably progress the most profound thing I will ever say in my life. Hey, we're going to cut that out. And that's going to be the one part of the show we don't use because you can't look smarter than me in this. I thought you would put that in the intro <laughs> as like, no, 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 this no. is the. This so- is- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Nico, we're going to edit this show to make you look like a dumbass. Perfect. Uh, you don't really have to try hard, then. Un- untrue nico you are you're very smart you're very eloquent i appreciate hey, you coming on the, the show first, you were like one of four people who's told me that this year yeah and <laughs> you interpreted what i just said as me saying you're the smartest person that i know <laughs> yes uh there's a little hubris i would say in that that um <laughs> translation <laughs> so so the show now i think that and i I don't ever think the show is self-serious. I don't believe in being serious. I think things should be sincere, Mm -hmm. but I don't think they should be serious. And I think that there was a time when I was doing the podcast because I was like, well, maybe if I put together a good audio engineering portfolio, someone will hire me as a podcast producer. Or maybe like if I do a show that people like listening to with a bunch of guests that people like coming on the show, I'll be able to launch a Patreon and make Mm -hmm. some money. And like, I don't, think any of those things are off the table but also like i don't want to do that i want to do a podcast Mm -hmm. that i want to do and i've known so many people who have like started a podcast and they're like we're doing it for like two years and then nothing ever happened right because like i me being like the little fucking like marketing (laughs) person that i am the little like creative Mm -hmm. socially anxious like my brain's always going like 90 to nothing trying to figure out how to like min max life or whatever right like i'm always like well if you did it differently maybe it would turn out better i don't say that to people but like there is a tendency in my head to think that right No, no no and i think that like the reward for doing the podcast is doing the podcast and most people have probably already turned it off by now. We're 23 minutes in ish to this show. Wait for they it. Heard my... Wait for it. Now we're 24 minutes in. Hell yeah, dog. Uh, but like, I, you know, when I, when I launched High Strangeness, I like commissioned somebody to do a podcast cover. 
and then not like a cover of the show that would be wild like a 48 minute long like all right guys we are doing joe rogan experience episode 630 three hours here's our live set do you know though that that was a ska cover of a joe rogan episode that would be an incredible podcast is if you got episodes (laughs) of joe rogan podcasts and hired actors to play them but play it as they've read the script for the first time this would be like uh like our version of the vince von psycho oh my god yes hello reference Mm. Hey, you know what? Who I don't is this person? Oh my god, Al! As I was in the shower, and we'll get back to your your show. <laughs> yeah, we got time. We got time. Here's another uh, thing. I yeah. don't know how long the show is anymore. No, that's if we fine. talk for 25 minutes, it's 25 minutes. If we talk for an hour, yourself, it's an hour. If you limit yourself, you're only open to two possibilities. One, you'll get anxious and you won't get everything you have to say, or you just sap all creativity out of the situation and you're like, all right, we got to go. Come on, let's move. Let's move. Let's move. But what I was saying is, um, in the shower, I was thinking of ad libs for a scene. Cause I want to write like a comedy about, I don't know. I really don't know. I just like to write a comedy based around my friendships with people or around the interactions, the friend circle that I've created that I have does and it's just a movie about a bunch of people telling you you, that you're the smartest person they know (laughs) there wasn't any jokes in that they were just like showering praise on this guy (laughs) it would be like an experimental work it'd be like 10 hours i just sit there while people berate me with compliments (laughs) hi and welcome to nico keenan's reverse roast (laughs) that's an incredible idea but uh, so the ad libs I was thinking of is like, you're the, it's a guy and girl, they're walking, right? And the girl goes to her gay friend, are you sure he's not gay? Like asking about a person and the guy, the ad libs come from the guy. It's like, he washes with dish soap. Trust me. He's, he's not gay. He washes. Are you saying face. washes his dick and balls <laughs> and face? Oh my god. You know what? That's like more horrendous to me. It right? was funny when I thought of washing my dick with dish soap, no. but then like my face. No, he washes no. it with dish soap. It would sap all the oils out of your face. And you know what he you told gotta me? have oils there. You know what, what he told me? Well, I watched him basically in my mind cut his face open by doing this. <laughs> I told him, I was like, Benny, what are you doing? He looks at me through the through the bubbles of the soap <laughs> and he goes soap is soap and I, my God, <laughs> he goes it doesn't matter i was like ah god no one has ever been so wrong and so right at the oh, same time it was like, literally <laughs> the statement is correct <laughs> soap is no soap and then do you know what this guy, he had the balls to do later on in the day. He was talking about one of his old roommates and he goes, uh, he always showered with hot water, like the hottest water. And he goes, uh, he had such dry skin. It's like, bitch, you got no room to talk. You wash your face with dish soap. Would you rather, okay, what's worse, washing your face with dish soap or washing your face with, this is real. I'm not making this up. In my parents' bathroom, in the guest bathroom, 
there is a five-in-one men's cleaner, and you know it's targeted at men. It says that it's good for your face, for your hair, for body wash. Uh -uh. It is shampoo. It is conditioner. It's probably lube. Five-in-one. Do you know? I don't trust anyone who uses a two-in-one. I've seen people with three-in-ones, and I've left the home. Are you ashamed of your parents, or are you just applauding their ability to take that chemical bath no 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 this is in the guest bathroom i think this is a very smart move on the the part of my parents i think that having a five in one in your guest bathroom implies (laughs) bring your own fucking cleaning supplies to our home we're not we're not providing this for you okay this is it's like you get this or dawn dish soap if you want to clean that's what you got Uh, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen i'm afraid we're gonna have to cut the open mic night short here (laughs) it just sounds like we're riffing jokes right now that's what a podcast is hey we're auditioning for a writer's room oh my god you know what you we could do you can bring me on whenever and about whatever because you know I don't have the same work schedule. I can do that on this show. I can do that this time. If I want five episodes in a mm-hmm. row for you to be the guest, Nico, I'm going to let myself do that now. But do okay? you really know what I would like to do? Tell me. We should totally make some kind of short situation, short, short skit. And it can be about the most, you know, tiktok of subjects, which essentially just means like you basically turn the world into a mad lib etch a sketch and you know we could be like daniel keenan fly on a fly on the, the literal fly on the wall at a stock trading meeting and the fly is like taking down for insider trading <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's good i wasn't sure where you were going and then it clicked with me I appreciate that. I'm imagining the fly in a little. He's got like a tiny tie. Mm-hmm. Then you look really yeah. close and it's a clip on tie. <laughs> and you're like, where is that fly clipping that tie on? And He's not wearing anything else. And you read the tag and it else. says Ross. Mm. Or you read the tag. Hey, I was at Ross before. recently. We I was at Ross were. recently. That was a lovely oh, trip. Oh, we were at Ross. That was. I did that with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you were wearing that really nice jacket. And we You know what? About- we can't get into that. I'm going to. You were wearing that jacket, and everybody was complimenting you. I, I mean, felt very weird. It was like, uh, and you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> trying to front, but most of the time, I'm the person who is wearing something that is so audacious that people are commenting on it. And mm-hmm. this was just the loudest coat, and it was beautiful. <laughs> you were fucking amazing. I don't have to tell you. Everyone else was telling you. Well, you I also look the way I look. I will say, I am. I will admit, I am very aware that I am. Uh, I would say maybe a seven out of 10. You are a very handsome man, Nico. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's what I would say too. (laughs) I'm going back to talking about the show. Yeah. So I I bet you're asking yourself, what is, what, well, what is, does Howdy Strangers mean? Why is that the name of the show? Well, a couple of things. One, I'm, I have learned since I have moved to the big city, because I live in the big city, not to brag or anything, but I live in the big city. I used to think that I was a a city boy in a country boy's world. And I was like, I'm going to fucking get out of here. I'm going to go to the city. I went to the city. You know what I found out in the city, Nico? You're a country boy. People think that I'm a fucking country boy. And and here's what. 
this is the mm-hmm. fucked up thing is they're right. They are I right. am a country boy. You are. Oh. And <laughs> I'm wearing a camo hat right now, real tree camo. And I used to be like, no, I'm not country. Um, but I think but I that there is like you were doing chew. There is I've never done chew, but I've been so bored being home at my parents that I was like, I should go get some chew. And then I was like, no, if I get chew, I'm going to become a tobacco smoker like that is I have an addictive mm. personality and that's just going to happen. But I think I think that something like uh, uh, when I decided that I wanted to do the show in this format, there is not a lot of representation for uh, uh, in public media of people who are like me. I'm going to even say like you, you're not like you don't have the same country boy vibe as me, but like we're small town people, but we're not like. Being a small town person does not make you like a douchebag asshole. In fact, I think that being a small town person has a lot of like it, 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 it infuses you with a lot of endearing traits mm-hmm. that I think that you and I both have. Um, and I just, I've met so many people who've been like, I didn't know there were people from the South like you. And it's yeah. like, that's a big there thing. are there are people that are like us and I don't even want to say like holier than thou like I'm better than like like conservative rich asshole southern suburbanites you know I think those people are they're walking their own path you know like somebody has to be like that and those people are out there doing it but somebody also has to be like us and I want this show to uh be a show for those people because the show is really for me and uh, if I find my audience, I find it. I think they're out there. I don't think that this show is like, I don't think it's success waivers on if this show is good or not. Because I think that this show is good because it's a show and I'm doing it and I'm good. I think that the success of this show, if anything, more would waver on like if it finds its audience. I know we're out there. I made this TikTok yesterday and I was like, I was trying to find buy redneck TikTok because like there's a TikTok for everybody. And there have to be other people like me who wear the Calvin Klein hip brief, but also wear Realtree camo. And I know we're there. I've never met them. It's basically just me so far, at least on the Internet. I know some people like that in real life. So I said on TikTok, I was like, I'm trying to find by redneck TikTok. I'm trying to find the TikTok where we both want to be and want to fuck contemporary country singer Morgan Wallen, who I see and I hate. Because I'm so attracted to him. He makes me so mad. Because I'm like, he's so straight. Hmm. Anyway, that's besides the point. Another thing is, you know what? I am still very strange. I am still sort of like a psychedelic acid freak. But I've like, you know, I my online bios have for a long time said that I am could I self-define as a psychedelic redneck. And I think there's other psychedelic rednecks out there. I know a couple of them. Uh, they don't really listen to podcasts, which is maybe a little alarming for my overall premise. But everyone's slowly coming to the Internet, so we'll get there. And uh, I, 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 the, the crux of this show, and this is probably the most important snippet if you're only going to remember 30 seconds of this show and its general premise, is that I am training us, and this is 100% true. 
I am training a sentient AI to take over my brand when I die. You know that I am no longer Al Mirabella anywhere on the internet. I am Howdy Strangers everywhere. Not only is my Twitter name, my Instagram, Howdy Strangers, follow me on all those things. But like, I, I, you know, I don't, sometimes it's hard to know where the man ends and the brand begins. And that's on purpose because I am training this sentient AI. You're almost like. To take over for me. Do you know and, what that and I'm feed. I'm going to feed all of this information. I'm going to feed all the transcripts from all this podcast into uh, this very powerful supercomputer that I have that you don't need to question. Of course. And after I die, I will essentially be able to continue on as Al Mirabella as I have reached the singularity with all of this information. Mm-hmm. But what does that mean? It, it means the show can't have structure because life doesn't have structure that's where people are wrong about ais you can't just feed it every episode of seinfeld to make a seinfeld script you have to feed it every episode of seinfeld and then Mm -hmm. also all of the information from all of like larry david's home conversations and that's how you get it so here's what you're gonna get every sunday you're going to get something in your podcast feed and it might be an episode of this show but it might also be something else And it's not for you. It is for you. But it's not for you. It is for this sentient AI that I am training. Okay? Mm -hmm. And really, you can come along for the journey if you want to. I think that you probably should because this AI is probably going to be the thing that kind of like bridges the gap between mankind and these like, like, like kind of semi chaotic neutral artificial intelligences that we have all been programming. And like, I'm not saying I'm here to save the world. That, that, that would be like a lofty goal. But I do think it's possible that I could save the world or at the very least, I could save the people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, please, please rate and review this show and share it with your friends, because in the long term, it's going to be good for society and for me. And basically, you know what? Fucking that's enough. You get me, dude? I do. You feel me, brother? Mm-hmm. This is a lot different than the show used to be. I know. Do you like it? I like it. I think it feels more right. Do you feel more in control? Mm, no, I actually feel less in control, and I think that that is why it works better. Right, right, because that way you're just saying, hey, let the road take us where it will. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. Hey, can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. No, you know, you do your thing, and then I'm going to ask you a question. You mind if I chew some gum? Turn this into an ASMR podcast? If you put a piece of gum in this your mouth, I will stop the show. <laughs> Wait until after the show to chew your fucking gum, Nico. I, I draw the line there. I get this it. Is, that's war. There is a line to anarchy. That is, that's war. That's just. But can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. What's the weirdest thing that you believe? Oh, that question's still in the show, folks. I'm still going to ask it sometimes. Mm. I actually thought of this when I lost what I was going to say. What's the strangest thing I believe? Oh, man, if I was seven years younger, I'd actually have several answers to this. Do you no longer believe strange things? There's some loss there. There's definitely like there was a period that I'm now getting out of in my life that around 20, I definitely had more strange obsessions, I would say. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know if I would classify them as strange anyway, because they're just normal to me, right? I used to have this book that I'm now, it's coming back into my head, and it's called The Natural History of the Unnatural World. And it's this fascinating fake book, and it acts as like a uh, zoological guide to mythical creatures. And it's wonderful. It really is such a wonderful, wonderful book. Uh, and that got me into thinking a lot about, oh, 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 here's one, here's one, here's one. I believe, and I have heard this view shared now, since it's more out in the open, that aliens are actually some version of us that came here from a different dimension or another timeline, so to speak, not another dimension. And from their timeline, the world suffered through like a nuclear war and they've become mutated, but they've also become smarter enabling that. And they want to look at us to see if they can transform to look back into what we look like. That is fucking awesome. That is such a good answer to that question. I know. Right? Can I ask you this? Where did you hear that? from? Did you come up with that? I on came your up with that probably around. That? I don't know. Uh, you ever like get melancholic and look back and you have like better remembrances of things from your childhood and you can be like, Oh, I remember I was this old when I figured this out. Mm -hmm. I would say I was around when I first saw that I was probably around 12 or 13. That's like probably the right age to initially have that thought. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that to come off as like that. I think that that's naivety to that, like of that opinion. Yeah. Um, but I think that whenever you're younger, you can think of the world in a much more uh, with much more plasticity. You know, like if you were to have that thought organically at age 27, Nico, there's a part of you that would probably be like, that was a weird thing that I just thought. Right. No, but at age 12, you'll be like, that's the smartest thing anyone has ever thought of. I thought it and you know right what? It may time. actually be the smartest thing anyone's ever thought of. I'll <laughs> tell you this too. That is, that is very similar to a lot of the experiences or thoughts that people have on high doses of psilocybin mushrooms. People take psilocybin and just because of whatever psilocybin does to you, I'm going to speak in the most scientifically literal terms that I can. Because uh, I just want to, you know, cover that base first. It enables you to think outside the box in a different way that a lot of people don't ever think out. Like, you know, it 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 like allows you to look at things from a perspective that you might not have considered before. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have those high dose psilocybin experiences, and they either experience that thing that you just said, or some version of it, like that that aliens are higher dimensional beings that like you know they're from are not necessarily line. from a different you know or a different timeline a different dimension like a different layer of reality or something like that somewhere else within the multiverse and a lot of people think of the idea of aliens and they think like ah uh, you know like a, something from another planet or whatever they think of something like the Fermi paradox, the idea that like, oh, well, there should some aliens should come and contact us because there's so many different planets and something else has got to live out there, which I think is a very materialist, literal interpretation of the idea of aliens. Nothing wrong with thinking that. But 
maybe an alien is something else. Like why, Mm -hmm. why would we assume that they're from another planet? They're obviously from somewhere else, but why does somewhere else have to mean within space? Like why can't somewhere else be outside of time or outside of a dimension that we don't understand or some other place that we can't measure, you know? Like if you were going to say, well, there's like a a trillion, trillion planets, you're like, well, how many trillion, trillion like waves and layers of reality are there that we have no way of measuring yet? Or that's maybe where aliens come from. Because think about this in another perspective. We may never actually have the ability to get there. You know, what your point was is that we'll eventually get there. And it's like, well, the current version of humanity may not be able to get there. But who's to say that there's not another one in the future, a different timeline that gets there? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it's like, like we're going to all just molecules on the thumbnail of a giant in another universe. Maybe that's us. Why would it's we be mo- we be molecules on the thumbnail instead of molecules on the tip of the dick? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think are the odds that right now no we exist? That. Do you I think that you think that. that we exist in the urethra of an alien whose name coincidentally is Hank Hill? <laughs> coincidentally, huh? Um, <laughs> God no, nothing. It has nothing to do with King of the Hill. His King name just is Hank Hill. <laughs> bring we that. are in his narrow urethra. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh, oh, but like boy. in an infinite number of realities with an infinite number of possibilities, not everything will be true, <laughs> but a lot of it will be true. And there's no way to say that that is any more or less true than any other possible future that you could imagine. Yeah. Um, do you want to know what I would like to believe? Hank Hill has a small urethra, right? Yes. I would like to think that in the tradition of men with small, with like fathers with small appendages, have a son with a huge appendage and they get jealous. <laughs> you <laughs> think Bobby Hill has a thick urethra, like a girthy, <laughs> meaty urethra? What if he had like a big, girthy urethra? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Hank found out. And I want to be clear, perfectly standard 55th percentile penises on both of them. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the opening in the the penis. Yeah, we're same size. Yeah. Literally, you compare them, you'd think it was the same dick. Like you hear you hear Bobby Hill pee for with the door closed, and it just sounds like a waterfall coming out because of how wide his urethra is. And it just Hank, all comes out in one like bloop every time he like goes because there's just it doesn't have to travel. It's like not bottled. I was gonna say like that bloop is actually him slamming up against the bathroom door from the pressure of this massive release. <laughs> I have to Google something really quick. Gritty, you asshole! Funny as shit, <laughs> Philadelphia. Sorry, I just I'm thinking about this now. Oh, um, you, know, you want to hear gritty, funny? Gritty, the mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm just looking at him. Where's he thing? has this wide urethra that you're talking about. I don't know why, but you said that, and I can just how? imagine how wide his urethra is. That's amazing that your thought came to that. That's amazing, the interpretation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you lose your point, Nico? I lost it I'm a just while ago. About hey, you know what? That's the show. <laughs> Nico, thank you for coming on my my dumb podcast. Anytime. 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 This was initially going to be like a 20 minute long mini-sode, but we're allowed to do this now. It's allowed to be like this. No rules, just right Outback Steakhouse. 
This is Pouting Strangers. Anyway, yes. we're fading yeah. out now. Yes. No, we're not going to fade out. <laughs> we're not going to fade out. We're going to go out with a bang. And here's what it is. Nico, All do you right. have anything to plug? Oh, yeah. I have uh, my butt to plug. <laughs> I love that. We could go out on that. I, I was thinking, I, I was like, Nico doesn't really have anything to plug. But I kind of like that. That's my plug. Do you have oh. anything else you want to say to the people before I before I cut you off? Just more power to you. Listen to this man's podcast. Um, spay and neuter your pets and your peoples. All right, uh, Nico. I love you, man. Good night, we'll, we'll see America. You. Listen, we'll see you soon. Yeah. And also do the thing. Um, oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at. Hold on. Let me go to my Twitter. And make sure I get my at right i just don't want to fuck it up mm. uh, we're at howdy underscore strangers on twitter which is just my normal twitter account which i want to be clear the man and the brand have merged that's it's howdy dot strangers on instagram i would say i am more active at posting on instagram but i am more active at interacting on twitter please hit us up at both of those places yeah that's all folks as they say I love you, man. You're a good... Hey, thank you for coming on my first episode. I appreciate you. Of course. Anytime. Anytime.